WATD presents John Paul, the car doctor. All things automotive. Have questions? Call 781-837-4900. Now, here's John Paul, the car doctor. Good Sunday morning, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Car Doctor Program on 95.9 WATD, your South Shore's radio station. And uh, you may be listening, you never know, after the fact to the podcast, because uh, we do take the entire program, we put it on our podcast channels, and you can find it on your typical podcast places, iTunes and all that sort of stuff. Sometimes Uh, we get the entire program. Yeah, sometimes. Sometimes Jesse only sends me like 20 minutes of it. So, yeah, we call uh, that a little preview. A preview. Yeah. Preview, yeah. Is that, that's what the, uh, you know, as a professional podcaster, Jesse, you know that terminology oh, yeah, much better than get me. Get the people uh, warmed up, you know. That's, that's right. That's right. Uh, in fact, one of the podcasts, they, they asked me, is this a full program or is it just a bonus? So, you know, either way, works out. Hey, uh, you know, we've talked a lot about electric vehicles. Last week we had the uh, general manager of uh, electric vehicle charging portable charger on to talk about electric vehicles and how maybe you don't have to set up a whole, you know, big charging station at your house. You can do it pretty simply and easily. But maybe you're thinking about buying an electric vehicle. You look at some of the surveys and a lot of people are really thinking about buying an electric vehicle as their next vehicle purchase. In fact, uh, when we were talking with uh, Kyle Bauer from iccars.com, he was saying that electric vehicles are still some of the absolute most researched vehicles on their website. And with us is Jesse Lohr. He is the um, the owner of a electric vehicle uh basically a used car lot up in New Hampshire. And uh, you, Jesse, good morning, and welcome to the Car Doctor program. But you're you're more than just an electric vehicle salesman. You're an educator as well, right? Yeah, absolutely. Great to be here. Thanks for having me on today, Doctor. Uh, yeah, I uh, spent 12 years um, in the wheelchair accessible van industry and really helping people make that transition when them or a, a loved one had a disability. And I thought that, you know, there's really an opportunity as people start making the switch to an electric vehicle to take that educational process uh, out to those folks who are looking to make that transition because people have a lot of questions. You know, a lot of people are interested, they're researching, but they're not sure if it's right for them. So Greenway of Electric Vehicles up in Northampton is a place where people can come and learn what they need to learn to make that switch uh, in a positive way. And near where I live, there's a there's a small used car lot and, you know, they'll have two or three or four electric vehicles. You have quite a bit of extensive inventory and a variety of models uh, when I was looking at your website this morning. Yeah, John, um, you know, one of the things that we wanted to show was the sheer breadth of vehicles that are out there that can meet people's different tastes and lifestyles. You know, we believe that you shouldn't have to make a ton of money every year or have a big old bank account to be able to make a switch to a fun and fossil fuel-free vehicle. So we have vehicles starting at around $15,000 all the way up into the 50s. Uh, And and on all of those vehicles, you're going to save a lot of money off buying a a brand new one, even with the the tax credits involved. So we help people uh, find something that's going to fit their budget, 
and their lifestyle, help them understand the local and federal incentives that are available to them, and we help them save money and get into an awesome car. Uh, and, and we also, we're, we're not brand specific, right? So yeah, people think of EVs, they think of Tesla, and we've got plenty of Teslas, uh, but we also have, you know, Chevy Bolts and Nissan Leafs and Honda and a Honda Ionic 5 and a Kia EV6 and an ID4 and the Mustang Mach-E because you know every brand right now is coming out with some really awesome electric vehicles and we want to give people a chance to to try them all out. Yeah, it really it really does make a big difference and one of the things I like about your website and you know your business in general is you know explaining to people what the difference is between a an electric vehicle and a plug-in electric vehicle and you know you know a gas hybrid. I happen to be driving the newest Toyota Corolla hybrid right now. Great vehicle. You don't plug it in, but thing gets you know about 50 miles per gallon and it's a typical Corolla. It feels like just a you know pretty nice little car um but it's nice that you're able to help educate the public about what all the differences are yes sir absolutely and you know we have a whole section about ev learning on our website everything from the differences between a gas hybrid and plug-in hybrid to the used ev tax credit you know there's a four thousand dollar used federal tax credit for used evs um and and all the impacts of you know switching to an electric vehicle um on on climate change which is really core to our mission but a lot of people don't understand the plug-in hybrid category you know the to to your point on the corolla you know it's a great vehicle can increase your uh, fuel economy significantly but on a gas hybrid you're always going to be using some degree of you know gasoline whereas with a plug-in hybrid like the chevy volt or the prius prime or the rav4 prime you know you're going to get you know 20 30 40 miles of pure electric uh before you use any of that gas you know the studies show that the average american travels fewer than 30 miles per day and so if you get a plug-in hybrid you can get all the benefits of an electric vehicle right fewer uh oil changes um you know you don't have to replace your brakes as frequently you're not paying for gas but with a plug-in hybrid you do have that gas backup if you ever need to go on a long distance and you have that range anxiety and what's nice about most plug-in hybrids although you can charge them up and we'll get into charging in a minute but uh any of the plug-in hybrids that i've driven in the past few years plug it into a 110 volt outlet even though you may have used up the battery and there was when i was um pre-covid i was commuting about 100 miles each way back and forth to work uh, well 100 miles round trip um back and forth to work and although if i drove a plug-in hybrid you know you know 30 40 miles then it would switch over gas and act like a conventional hybrid these days i'm driving more like the, the typical uh, uh, vehicle owner that 20 or 30 miles a day and yeah i can drive a plug-in hybrid every single day and never use any gasoline and plug in at night off a regular 110 volt outlet and it charges up just fine yeah absolutely and and that was our family's first step into electric vehicle we got the chrysler pacifica plug-in hybrid in 2020 right before the pandemic hit and that was kind of a revelation to us right because we were looking for a minivan you know we had young kids and you know two dogs we needed that space and we weren't really ready to make the switch but then with the plug-in hybrid pacifica 
30 miles of charge. We did end up getting a level two charger for our house because sometimes in the morning, you know, we would go out and, you know, go run some errands and then you can come home and plug it back in and you're back to 100% in under two hours, right? But if you did just want to plug it into a 110 um, and you're only driving 30 miles in a day, that's that's really all you need. And, and sometimes we don't put gas in our plug-in hybrid for two months, you know, because it, it lasts that long. We're not driving that much. So plug-in hybrids are a great option, and they do also qualify for the used electric vehicle tax credit because they have a 7-plus kilowatt-hour battery. So talk about an electric vehicle that you can get for a net cost of around $10,000 is pretty awesome. Yeah, it, it really it really is, and the idea that you're – uh, like you said, you went to level two charging at home when we had Michael Baum on from um, from Juice America last week. Their charging system's pretty unique because you can. It also takes advantage of the um, the twenty amp outlets that some people have in their garages or by the side of their house for you know running the you know electric stuff that they you know whether it's you know electric lawnmowers or whatever but that idea that it's off a 20 amp circuit charges you know instead of the three or four miles per hour all of a sudden it's now six or seven miles per hour so you get a little bit more you get a little bit more uh a little bit quicker battery replenishment which is nice without having to add any extra circuitry to your house which is also kind of nice yeah no that's that's fantastic um i i really think that you know, when people come to us, um, one of the things that we do for them is we help them understand how much their electricity bill is going to increase versus their fuel bill decreasing to really figure out kind of what's that day-to-day savings. And uh, the, the truth is, you, you know, your, your cost of energy, whether it's gas or electricity, is going to be reduced in our experience um, 80 to 90 percent. Right. Um, And so you've got a lot of fuel savings there, a lot of cost savings there. Um, And then also we do help people at Greenwave. You know, we can uh, provide the charging box for them um, and we can help get them set up with an electrician, which that can also oftentimes cost, you know, a couple thousand dollars, including all the equipment and the installation. But at Greenwave, if you're financing the vehicle with us, we can also wind that into the financing so you don't have to come up with that extra cash. It's just an extra couple bucks a month, and your house is all set for it. Yeah, and really when people look at electric vehicles, I recently just drove the GT version of the EV6. You know, great car. Um, uh, Oddly, Kia didn't come... Kia doesn't include a charging cable, which seemed odd to me, but they didn't. And so mm-hmm. I had to rely on level two and level three charging. And somebody asked me how expensive it was. Well, I recharged the battery from about a 20 mile range to about a 200 mile range in about 23 minutes at an Electrify America charging station. Um, and it cost less than 10 bucks. So I yeah. gained, so I gained about 180 miles of range for $10, which would be about half the price and probably even more than that now with um, that I would have paid for gas to go the same same kind of distance. So electric vehicle uh, electric vehicles can save you money depending on how much you pay for electricity and, you know, versus what the cost of gas is. How do you handle, and I'm sure you probably get some people that just come in that kind of, maybe they don't want to, l- electric car so much but they want to learn but they also maybe want to play devil's advocate a little bit and say yeah well you know the electricity comes from a coal burning power plant how do you handle those kind of questions 
Yeah, that's a great question. And, um, you know, the, the truth is, uh, we love when people ask those questions because a lot of times you don't think about where your electricity comes from, but then you get an electric car and you're like, okay, how do I have clean electric supply too? Uh, and, you know, we help people make the transition to 100% uh, pure, clean electricity with a company called Think Energy. You know, in Massachusetts, as well as in New Hampshire, um, it's deregulated energy supply. So you get to choose who your supplier is. Now, who, whoever does your delivery, whether it's Unitil, National Grid, Eversource, they're going to continue to, you know, own your meters, own the lines, um, and, and do your billing. But, uh, you know, if you come to us, we can help you switch for, for no cost to uh you know a green energy supplier we we love think energy um and and that can reduce your costs significantly so john when i switched from eversource to think energy i went from 22 cents an hour to 13 cents a kilowatt hour uh and and so basically saving you know 39 percent off my electricity bill and getting 100 percent clean energy so people just don't know that they have that choice in you know these states, uh, but when we help them figure it out, they can make the switch. Uh, and, and you know, if somebody wants to email us, we can help them make that switch. It's, it takes five minutes. You get clean energy and reduce your cost. It's a great question. And let's talk about electric vehicles in general. They they are just fun to drive. I mean, the you know the the people that love internal combustion and there's a bunch of them. I was at a car show. Yesterday, uh, yesterday evening, you know, 150 gasoline cars there that made all kinds of noise. But uh, electric vehicles, unless you've driven one, you have no idea what they're really like uh, performance-wise. They, uh, because of the way the batteries are typically mounted, they they tend to handle really well, and the performance is is crazy fast. It is. It is. I mean, look, at Green Wave Electric Vehicles, we are not here to try to talk anybody out of their internal combustion engine car. If that's what they want, that's fine. But we just think, in fact, we, we believe very strongly that electric vehicles have the best performance uh, of any you know mass-produced car on the market right now. The acceleration is fantastic. The handling is wonderful. The technology is top-notch. And, and people also don't realize that electric vehicles are pretty much the safest vehicles on the road these days. And, and the reason for that is most of the manufacturers have put their, their best safety features in terms of technology into these vehicles. Automatic collision avoidance, automatic emergency braking, blind spot information systems, you know, rear cross-traffic alert. Uh, all, all these things um, are are great in these cars. So performance, acceleration, speed, and and let's not forget fun, John. I mean, these cars are super fun to drive, as you were saying, right? Yeah, absolutely. And so let me get this right. If I buy an electric vehicle from you, you're going to plant 100 trees in my name somewhere? <laughs> yeah, that's right. We have a partnership with a nonprofit called One Tree Planted because we realize that making the switch to an electric vehicle uh, is, is only part of the solution to helping address the climate crisis. So we plant 100 trees in your name when you buy from GreenWave with our partner One Tree Planted just to extend your impact because the one thing that we like just as much as awesome electric vehicles is beautiful forests. There you go. It sounds it sounds it sounds real interesting. And you know, when you buy an electric vehicle or any vehicle, eventually it's going to break down. How do you handle servicing? 
Yeah. So we have great partners right next door to us, uh, East Coast Automotive. And we actually like that we don't have a shop because it kind of holds us accountable uh, to have a, a top-notch shop right next to us. Um, but, you know, people often ask, what's the maintenance like these um, on, on these cars? And, John, I've had my Ford Mustang Mach-E full electric for two and a half years, and there's not really a lot of maintenance. I mean, I get snow tires in the winter and, uh, you know, all-season tires in the summer. I have the same brake pads on my car, and they've just passed inspection for the second time, over 40,000 miles, no oil changes. I mean, there's not really a lot of maintenance. Um, but for the, for the things that you do need maintenance, a lot of times you can go to your, you know, local, you know, tire shop or, you know, alignment shop. Uh, and, and then if you, if you need bigger things, we do take the vehicles um, to the, the OEM dealers. So, you know, the Chevy dealer for the mm-hmm. Bolts or the Nissan dealer for the Leafs, you could take them there as well. And the shop next door to you, I believe, um, I've I've heard of them. They're a high-end Mercedes, BMW, Porsche repair shop, right? You, they are. They are fabulous guys over there. Mark and Dylan, we're really lucky that we're right next door to them. So we put all of our cars through a rigorous check with them, and we want our cars that we're selling to be held to the same standards that they would want their personal Audis or Porsches or BMWs held to. It does cost us a little bit more money um, uh, to, to do it that way. But, you know, we offer a 30-day, 1,000-mile warranty at no cost to the purchaser on all of our vehicles. So we want to make sure they're in great, great shape. And everything I saw for sale had a Carfax report that went with it, right? Yep. We absolutely provide a Carfax. Uh, AutoCheck uh, is is one of the ones we use from Experian as well. So you can be sure, you know, if there's any, you know, problems with the history of the vehicle, uh, you know, we're, we're going to, you know, disclose that to you because you know one of the things some of the cars that we've had have been in minor accidents we don't believe that if a car is in a fender bender that it it should be you know thrown away in the junk heap forever um but yeah that's we provide that full transparency we also provide transparency with the battery history reports uh if you go to uh, like our mock e's or our chevy bolts or our nissan leafs or our teslas there's a little recurrent battery score recurrent automotive is an amazing company that they do battery reports for electric cars and they do a lot of research so you can be sure uh to get some transparency in what's the health of that car battery what's the range today what's the range expected to be in three years so so we want our purchasers to have as much information as they can when selecting their first electric vehicle that's that's a really good point and i've heard that some tesla battery packs are lasting four hundred thousand miles yeah, it's it's a misconception that uh, EV batteries last as long as internal combustion engine uh, cars. Uh, you know, the the OEMs have all said that their batteries are rated, you know, from two hundred to three hundred thousand miles. Tesla has said three hundred to five hundred thousand miles. The truth is, we we just don't really know um, how much how long they're going to last because EVs have not been out that long. But we do know that the batteries deteriorate at a range at a, at a pace of approximately one to two percent per year so in other words if you have a 250 mile range vehicle this year it might be a 248 mile range vehicle next year and batteries are end of life when they're at about 70 percent so you know to your point it's it's gonna you know cars are gonna last a long time i mean john i often say that in in the northeast you know, the rust is going to get your car before the battery is going to give out, is, is what the data is telling us right now. 
Yeah, that's really that really is true. And you know, people do have this range anxiety thing. And you know, what I have found is the people that have the biggest range anxiety are the people that don't own an electric car. Um, at AAA, we we the AAA that I work for, we probably do about three million road service calls a year. And we mm-hmm. track the electric vehicle road service calls we do every year. And they're not for people that have run out of electricity, I think. And we do some mobile charging now. I think we've done one or two mobile charge uh, calls. Most of our calls are for people that have gotten flat tires. And I think just about every electric vehicle that I've seen doesn't seem to have a spare, which is a little bit of a, which is a, little bit of a shock, uh, as, as do 120 other makes and models of cars on the road that don't have spare tires. Right, right. And the the no spare has more to do with efficiency and keeping the vehicle light. But one of the things we we get people on who have range anxiety, we we take them onto the PlugShare website. That's Mm PlugShare.com or the PlugShare app. And people are astonished at how many chargers there actually are on the road. Um, And so we show them where all the chargers are around their house and where they want to go on vacation. And, you know, there are $350 billion worth of chargers uh, going into the ground over the next year to 18 months based on the infrastructure and jobs law of 2021. Um, And and if that all doesn't satisfy someone and they say, so what do do I do if I'm driving down the road in my electric car and I run out of battery? And I, I ask them, I say, have you ever been driving in a, you know, gas car? and run out of gas and they say no and i say well don't start now yeah exactly <laughs> and the different and the difference is when you wake up in the morning you have essentially a full tank of electrons if you charge up every night and chances are you're not going to drive 200 miles on that right. uh on that on that day that you take your electric car out and for some people and i i've i've run into a little bit of a uh, I don't know, it became political at one point. I said, you know, maybe the future is the hybrid garage, an electric car in one garage, behind one garage door and a gasoline or a plug-in hybrid behind the other garage door. And people called me elitist for wanting to have two cars and a garage, neither of which that I have. But, um, <laughs> but, the, but, the, uh, but the idea that, you know, maybe in the near term, that is the future. You have your electric car that you drive every single day. And when you want to drive to you know, cross country and you don't want to have to plot out charging stations on your ride, you take the car that's the plug in hybrid or the gas car and, and use it then. But for 90% of your driving, that, uh, that EV is going to work. Absolutely. And that, that's what we are as a family. We have one full electric and one plug-in hybrid electric. And it works really great for us because we like to go, you know, on ski trips in the winter. And, um, you know, with, with the cold weather, uh, you are going to lose some range on your battery. Um, and, you know, so, and there, there aren't chargers everywhere up in the North Country right now. So, you know, having a plug-in hybrid is, is a great balance for that. Um, you know, the average American family has, you know, 1.8 cars, right? So a lot of people do own two cars. We don't have a garage. Uh, we just have a driveway, and we can still put our charger in it. But I think that that's a really good solution is to go to the one-and-a-half electric vehicles. It, it works for our family. I still get confused with that 1.8 cars and 2.3 kids, but... Uh, (laughs) But anyway, if people want to find out more information about your company or if they want to come up and just get a little bit of education or if they want to learn from your website, it is greenwaveev.com, right? 
Yes, it is. And you can find us on social, on Facebook, at Green Wave Electric Vehicles, on Instagram, at Green Wave EV, and on LinkedIn as well. And we have a TikTok, but I'll admit, John, I don't really know too much about TikTok. Our marketing coordinator handles that. So check us out on TikTok, too. Yeah, you, you you won't find me on TikTok right away either. But either anyway, uh, so Jesse, I want to thank you for taking a little time out. And I want to remind people, though, if they are going to buy a an electric vehicle, there is, a, you know, a, spe- a used electric vehicle, there is a, there is a pretty significant um, uh, tax incentive to do that as well that you mentioned. It's up to $4,000, right? Yeah, absolutely. So we have an article on it on our website because there are some income limitations, there are some vehicle limitations, and there are reporting requirements for both the purchaser and the dealer. GreenWave is fully set up to uh, handle all those reporting requirements to the IRS. So, you know, we would encourage you to, if you are considering a used electric vehicle and you want to get that $4,000 tax credit, you know, make sure whatever dealer you're working with is well-versed on, you know, bo- both sides of the reporting because you want to get that money if, uh, if if you qualify for it. And and that's, that's a lot of money, John. Um, you know, $4,000 off a $20,000 car, that's for 20% off from the, the government. So go to Greenway com. You can fill out a contact us if you want us to reach out to you. We, we love to just chat with people. So really appreciate all you're doing for the automotive industry and exploring EVs, John. Uh, and thanks for uh, having me on the show today. Jesse, thank you for joining us and enjoy the rest of your Sunday. And uh, I'm sure we'll talk again soon. All right. Sounds good. Bye now. Take care. That was Jesse Lohr. He is the uh, proprietor the owner of green wave electric vehicles up in new hampshire uh they they reached out to me to talk about that and like i said you know electric vehicles very very popular with a lot of people they're they're looking at them uh where i live right now i i'm seeing more and more electric vehicles every day even though there's pretty limited charging network where i am but uh people are people are driving electric vehicles i recently went to the local mall near where i am and i think about half the charging stations had vehicles plugged in and charging up at them so you know people are taking advantage of them at the same time so uh it's it's different it's when we had brian loans on brian loans from uh who's the uh sportscaster on fox sports uh talking about drag racing and i asked him about you know, electric vehicles, how it fits into, you know, things that, you know, explode and smell like nitromethane when 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 they fire up. And he's like, it's just another form of racing. It, it is, you know, at first it was, you know, big V8s, and then it was, you know, some of the four-cylinder Asian imports with turbo and superchargers that were as fast going down the eighth mile as some big V8 gasoline cars. And electric vehicles is just another form. So they all work together. Do you know, can you can you like things that that uh, smoke and, ex- and explode and make all kinds of noise and like electric vehicles too? Absolutely. Why don't we take a quick break, pay some bills. My name is John Paul. This is the Car Doctor Program. You're listening on 95.9 WATD. We'll be right back. AAA is with you at every moment in your life. They have 24-hour, 7 roadside assistance, which covers you in any car you're driving or riding in, even a rental or your friend's wheels. They have great member rates on home and auto insurance, savings on travel, hotels and rental cars, and discounts on hundreds of your favorite brands. You're covered on and off the road. Learn more at aaa.com slash join. Attention job seekers, are you ready to fuel your career? 
Join us at the Irving Market and Cafe in Pembroke for a job fair on August 8th from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. This is your chance to shine. Bring your resume and meet our friendly team in person at 92 Washington Street in Pembroke, Massachusetts. With full-time and part-time opportunities available, we have the perfect role for you. Whether you're just starting your career or looking for a change, we want to meet you. Can't make it to the job fair? Book a virtual interview at irvingoil.com slash Pembroke. Join us at the Irving on Tuesday, August 8th from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. at 92 Washington Street in Pembroke. Fuel your future at the Irving. Talk radio with a South Shore point of view. Hi, I'm Kevin Chachi. Join me tomorrow for Monday Night Talk, where the South Shore comes to talk. Tomorrow night after the 6 o'clock news here on 95.9 WATD. Make an appointment Sunday morning at 11 for John Paul, the car doctor, on 95.9 WATD. Now, back to the car doctor. And welcome back to the car doctor program on 95.9 WATD. Uh, just to give you an idea of what we got going on over the next uh, couple weeks, we have, uh, next week, we have uh, Miles from Miles on Motorsports. He's going to be joining us. The week after, I think that is the 20th, uh, we're going to be talking to uh, Scott Shemtoff. He is from Empire Car Covers. You know, I hate to say it, but as we, you know, get into f- get into August and then September and fall, we start to think about, uh, you know, maybe putting your toy car away for the winter and or at least covering it over so it doesn't get stained with leaves and stuff like that. So we're going to be talking to Scott coming up. Uh, then... Um, at the end of August, we're going to be talking to Ernest. I'm going to have to learn how to pronounce his name, but it's uh, Marinyuk. And I don't know, but he's from uh, he's from a company called Upfix. And if you've ever had a computer module or a dash or you know instrument panel that doesn't work, this company's out of Georgia, and that's what they do. They started fixing all kinds of different electronics. So if you have an older car that the you know ECU is bad. You can't find a new computer for it. These guys fix these things, and they have this really quick turnaround. Um, I discovered them a little bit ago, so we're going to talk to them. And then later on in September, we're going to be talking to uh, Keith from Innova. Innova is the uh, scan tool company, um, and they have uh, they incorporate their scan tool and their app together. And uh, they have some they have some pretty interesting scan tools. Um, I'm testing out one right now. I gotta say I have kind of mixed feelings about it though. I, I like it's uh, it's uh, got a rechargeable battery. It's tablet based. It's an Android tablet. Uh, good good big screen to look at stuff. Um, so far on some of the newer cars that I've been looking at, it hasn't been a huge success. So. We'll have to keep track of that, but uh, that's so. That's what we got coming up over the next few weeks. Um, so we hope to hope that's uh, interesting and entertaining to you as well. Um, our phone number, should you want to join us? Sorry, I got distracted here for a minute. Seven eight one eight three seven forty nine hundred. Let's talk to Tom Kingston. Good morning. Hello. Are you still there? I think I am. Okay, I'm still here. Yeah, I got two questions, but before I get to the two questions, after that conversation you had with that gentleman with Wealth of Information, uh, when you do go to these stations to get your vehicle charged, if you have an electric car, 
Do they charge money for that? Some of them do. Some of them don't. Um, for instance, when I was driving that, that uh, Kia EV6, yeah. um, where I live right now on Cape Cod, there is not a charging station to be found. I shouldn't say that. There's one at a hotel, but you have to be a hotel guest only. Um, you know, if I drove down to Chatham, for instance, if I went to the uh, Chatham Bars Inn, I would have to buy like a, a you know twenty five dollar you know margarita or something to get my car charged. So they would you know so they charge it for free, but the, you know you can't afford the food when you go there. So, um, uh, but there is uh, there's a park and ride in Harwich. And they have, I think, six or so charging uh, stations there, and they're free. They're they're trying to encourage people to drive electric cars to the park and ride, leave them there for the day, you know, take the bus to Boston or wherever it is, and then uh, and then you know they do it for free. Over at the Votex School at uh, Cape Cod Tech in Harwich, they also have some charging stations. They charge, I think, they charge like a buck an hour to use theirs interesting it's the same company uh but they actually have a fee when i went to um then i went over to the cape cod mall in hyannis and they actually have charging stations by um bosch which is actually the company the parent company who is uh, it's a bosch charger but it's actually shell oil that is running the charging station. Okay. Uh, then they have uh, they have one by I think it's um, eh, it might be Blink, and then they have a third set up way at the edge edge of the mall uh, that is Electrify America, and their charging station is a uh, they have a variety of them from 150 kilowatts up to 350. I went at first with the 150 kilowatt one because that's one I backed up to and I looked at it and I went oh wait there's a 350 kilowatt one right so I I started to charge I unplugged um it didn't you know it was there for a minute and it didn't charge me anything I went over to the 350 kilowatt one and to do the equivalent of about 180 mile recharge it cost me nine dollars and sixty cents so, so if I you were would to do that from home. If you charge, no, I assume you can charge it from home. Yep. Oh yeah. Yeah. What's the difference between buying gasoline and charging it at home? Is there any? The best. The best I can figure out at our crazy Massachusetts electric rates. Right. It's about you know right now with gasoline closing in on four bucks a gallon. It's about yeah. half the. It's about half the price. Um, when gas is down to about two dollars a gallon, it's about the same. Now, in Florida, at the Tin Shack in Florida, um, yeah. I'm not paying 24 cents a kilowatt hour. I'm paying like 13 or 14. Wow. So it's, so it's a, yeah, so it's a little bit cheaper down there, um, although it's not cheap this month because it's been 100 degrees just about the entire month, it seems like. So the air conditioning has been running a lot, so my electric bill is reflecting that. But, um, so where are you now? Oh, I'm on Cape Cod, but I leave the, I leave the air conditioner on set around 80 because oh, uh, it's humidity and mold. So, right. yeah, so. Um, and besides, I just got the house back to being fixed, uh, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to hit yeah. you up with my two questions. The Go ahead. One is I have a Dodge Grand Caravan. Uh, 2007. Yeah, it's got rear air conditioning, and the hoses going to the rear, of course, the high pressure side, of course. Yep, yep, is leaking. Where can you get hoses made or purchased 
to take care of that. My auto mechanic's got that look on their face like, I don't know. Is there a place that makes them up, or is there a place where you can get them? I I haven't seen anyone make them up, um, but I'm sure that you know a little a little bit of work. Uh, I think you could probably find them. Um, you know where it's. You said it's a 2007. Yeah. So what happened was I called uh, Junior's shop. I think if anybody knows, yeah. he knows. Yeah. And I talked to one of the mechanics because Junior was out, and he says we really don't know, but uh, I think I would try like a bus. Uh, location because usually the buses make up these different hydraulic lines. Somebody who makes up hydraulics can probably make one up. I said, yeah. "What about the stop leak stuff that they put in there?" He goes, "Well, I'm not too big on those." That's yeah, mechanic said. Yeah, and that is you know, and that is one of the things. That it works. It works pretty good. You know, some of those. You know, whether it's AC Pro is one of the companies. Um, you know, they work pretty good for. Um, you're saying AC for like Pro, CRO? AC, no, AC Pro, PRO. Oh, Pro. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah, and they work pretty good for if you have seals that are leaking, but if the hose has actually gotten porous or the you know metal is bad or, or something like that, um, you know, then it becomes becomes a little bit a little bit harder to, you know, it's not going to seal. So, um, and while we're looking, I was just kind of looking at. Um, you know, Rock Auto, which always has a pretty good selection of stuff to see if they uh-huh. have if yeah. they have anything listed as a as a rear. Um, you know, and they show they show some lines. Let's see what this really okay. Yeah, so um, the mine's converted because handicap van, so I have yep. the handicap, and it's got the AC going to the back. And right first, my mechanic says, "Hey, we just cut that off and just use the front." I say, "Nah, I really don't want that. I want to have some yeah. in the back." Yeah, no, and uh, um, you know, there's yeah, there's. I mean, Four Seasons, which makes a ton of air conditioner products, they make all they make hose assemblies. That's what they do, um, you know. And it looks like there is, it looks like they might have a rear AC line for this. So maybe you know, a lot of a lot of shops don't like to use. Um, What's that called? Oh, Rock Auto and Four Seasons. Four Seasons Four is the is the is the company. So maybe have them check with Four Seasons. They they are a manufacturer of hose assemblies. That's what they do. So I'm sure if they are able to get a get a hold of them, okay. uh, and see what and see what they have, you know, maybe maybe they can you know maybe they can get you know get a line on getting it. The other possibility is where. You, you know, is the is the AC unit for your was that a custom unit installed or was that the factory rear AC? I I think it's uh, I think it was put in afterwards because I think they converted it. They put a uh, I don't know what they call it, like a drop floor. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. Whatever that is, uh, where they lower the floor so it won't be too much of an incline going up the ramp with the right. wheelchair. So I don't know if they use the same or not. I'm not being able to get underneath there and take a visual on it but at least you give me yeah 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 i I would i would look and see see what they have i know for um you know for like home ac you know they they make up ac lines all the time and braise them up i mean they have to be a little bit different with the car because there's more vibration involved but i would think they could make something up i mean it's yeah yeah i think if i want to buy a vehicle uh on ebay and it's um, down in Florida, and I'm here in Massachusetts. 
Is there resources down there that I can send a mechanic down there to check it out to see if it's a good vehicle? There, you know, Florida is one of those places that I have seen more mobile mechanics than I have almost anywhere. Um, I have seen, you know, more people, you know, say, you know, oh, I use Joe's mobile mechanic. He comes right to my house. He does my brakes for me. He does my, you know, does this, does that. Um, there, I, I, and I don't, I find it sort of weird that they have that in Florida where it's hot and miserable, but I guess, uh, I guess, you know, maybe because the weather's nice, you know, eight other months out of the year, working outside, you know, is, is a good thing to do good thing to be able to do so uh but yeah there i mean there are i would um you know wherever the vehicle is located i would do a little bit of searching on you know facebook or somewhere and look for a mobile mechanic and they you know probably charge in you know hour or so labor to kind of go through the vehicle and see you know see if it needs anything because i we bought a vehicle before from pennsylvania had a shipped up and it says immaculate condition blah 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 and end up putting about 2300 into it and when I called the owner, they said, well, we'll split it with you and the, because they're not under any obligation to do right. anything. Right, right. And it was too old. It was, um, it's actually the 2007 Dodge Grand Caribbean. I guess eBay only goes a certain length and that's it. And uh, so the guy was kind of cool about it. But I'd rather, if I'm going to spend more money on another vehicle, I'd like somebody to be my eyes down there and check it out, take it for a spin, put it from park to reverse to drive and you know all the good stuff check the engine trainee you know all around Give yeah me an idea uh, what's going on no it it makes sense way back when when uh AAA had the auto diagnostic center in yeah. rockland yes, uh and and i ran that um every once in a blue moon and it was once in a blue moon i'd get a call from somebody who was buying a car you know this was probably almost pre-internet and i would get a you know call from somebody and they said you know i'm interested in buying this car i saw these videos but can i get the car brought over to you where you can look it over and i'm like this is a little a little bit awkward but yeah i guess so and um you know, and, you know, tried to take a bunch of pictures of things that I saw so they knew, um, you know, tried to, tried to look for things that was, I, I remember it was, I, one of the cars was a, an older car, it was a, a, probably, probably certainly an antique these days, but it wasn't maybe quite an antique, I think it was a, maybe it was a 240Z or something, and it looked like there was some, uh, uh, rust repair that was done that was kind of covered up with undercoating and you know you don't want to beat on somebody's car too much but uh, but I looked at it and I said you know I'd be a little bit questioning on you know what was done here and why there was this fresh yeah, undercoating right. yeah. you know enough enough to make me suspicious well we're still talking there's a company called Cold Hose C-O-L-D-H-O-S-E um, and they are a custom hose hose builder and it says, Cold Hose is an automatic automotive air conditioning fitting and hose website. We carry a full line of AC fittings, hoses, charge adapters, O-ring seals. The fittings and hoses are indexed by size and thread size. Cold Cold Hose has weld-on barbs, compressor adapters, much more. Um, if you need a custom hose, please see the custom hose page for, for, information, for more information. So you can get them made up. And uh, and they have them in varieties of sizes. They kind of explain the benefits. I have no idea how much it costs, but you kind of match them up to what you want. And they have um, 
all the bits and pieces to put them all together. So uh, you certainly can. Yeah, so coldhose.com. So maybe have your mechanic talk to them, and they can, they can um, you know, figure out what the hose is that's bad and kind of mock one up and then, you know, let them know it's, you know, six feet long or eight feet long and it's you know got this connector at this end and this connector at the other end and they can make it up and put it all together for them so did you get rid of the house up in the rock and abington area yeah yeah we sold that we sold that a couple years well i guess it'll be two years this november uh a couple from couple who had an apartment in in i think whitman or abington uh bought it and um and the idea behind that was that you know that would go towards funding my retirement you know that little house that we lived in for 40 some odd years so yeah. uh yeah so and then it was a hurricane so you know a little okay. bit of that retirement money got spent on on uh repairing hurricane damage but, but now you know you've got a problem yeah. where do you buy your uh turkey sandwiches i know that is a problem that is a problem you're absolutely <laughs> right. right so thank you so much for all, that all right okay all right take care bye-bye take care. bye our phone number again 781-837-4900 and uh I don't know if, I don't know if people are really interested in my retirement plans, but yeah, that's that was sort of the plan was the, the little house that my wife and I lived in forever and ever and ever. Um, we sold it, and uh, and uh, you know the bad thing is I never got to hang out with Jesse, uh, you know, other than on Sundays, you know, and he did, he didn't live that far away from me. So look at that. Um, I want to talk about the car that got me around the last couple uh, a couple weeks ago actually now and it's um it was a genesis and genesis is a luxury line of hyundai uh and it was the full-size genesis g90 sedan which is the flagship of the genesis line power is provided by a v6 engine the base engine uh develops 380 horsepower and the optional v6 engine uses something i've never seen before and it was a 48 volt electric turbocharger so instead of having a turbocharger spun by exhaust gas, um, this one uses a 48-volt battery system that's part of the Genesis, and that spins the turbocharger. Um, it doesn't do a huge amount. It adds 29, if my bad math is correct, 29 um, more horsepower, up to 409. Uh, so the electric turbocharger does away with turbo lag because... Uh, one of the things that happens with turbocharged cars, you step on the accelerator, the exhaust gas has to spend the turbocharger up to really high speed, and it takes sometimes it takes a little bit of time to do that. That's why Ford uses their EcoBoost, which tends to do it a little bit quicker. Some other cars don't do that. But the electric turbocharger, there's no lag, so it happens really quick. Uh, the G90 is an interesting uh vehicle and one of the few cars that I have tested that's designed in in the words of Genesis to satisfy both customers who take the wheel themselves and those that are driven by chauffeurs now you know I, I've never been driven by a chauffeur so I don't know quite what that's like but it is designed to be chauffeur driven as well so uh, makes it kind of interesting um, and uh, it comes with an extensive list of standard features, including all the driver assistance stuff, leather upholstery, massaging seats, which I find personally annoying, but you can shut them off. Although, after a couple hours, it tends to turn back on again. Um, but uh, it, is, it, is, uh, it is an entry interesting vehicle. 12.3-inch uh, touchscreen infotainment system. The interior is designed to pamper not just the passengers, but the drivers well. The G90 competes with the likes of uh, Mercedes-Benz S-Class, Audi A8, BMW 7 Series, but it undercuts their price by 
thousands of dollars. Both engines are paired with an exceptionally smooth uh, shifting eight-speed automatic transmission. In the case of our road test vehicle, all-wheel drive. Fuel economy, should you care about such a thing in a luxury car, isn't too bad. 22 miles per gallon. G90 also has a large fuel tank. You can get about 500 miles of highway driving. Uh, it's not a sporty car. It's a comfortable, refined car. It glides over bumps and potholes. Uh, and it has this adaptive suspension system. It's not new. It's been used in other vehicles, but it sort of anticipates the bumps in the road. So it sort of looks at the road and adjusts the suspension before you hit the bump so it doesn't feel quite as bad. I don't know how it does it on New England roads because our roads are awful. But uh, it also isolates the cabin from road and wind noise. It's a really quiet car inside. Um, and it also uses electronic noise canceling. So as quiet as it is by padding and structural and all that, it uses an electronic system that one noise cancels out an, uh, another noise, which, again, is not new. We've seen it before, but they package it in this vehicle. The steering is light and precise, not really particularly engaging. It's not, it's not, a, it's not a sports car, and it doesn't pretend to be. Um, the brakes are strong and smooth. I, I drove this car from Maine back home. Um, it's got to be one of the smoothest, quietest vehicles I've ever driven. Um, it's designed to pamper you in luxury. That's what it's designed to do. The exterior design is uh, quite nice. The interior is you know, the highlight of the car, spacious, luxurious, well-appointed. The materials are high quality, and the fit and finish are excellent, rivaling the best luxury vehicles. The front seats are supportive. Uh, I think they're 22-way adjustments or some crazy amount. Heating, ventilation, and like I said, the annoying massage function. Uh, the rear seats are equally comfortable, roomy, reclining, heated, ventilation, and massage as well, trunks large enough to, uh, according to uh, Genesis, I think, holds four sets of golf clubs, something I will never need to do. Um, the infotainment system is easy to use. The touchscreen supports Apple CarPlay and Android Auto. Um, has a 23-speaker sound system. Now, I'm old enough to remember it was a big deal when I added a second speaker in the back of the car. So, you know, it's like, ooh, I got music that comes out of the back and the front 23 speaker bang and olfson sound system wireless charging navigation satellite radio wi-fi hotspot uh you know all the technology you can imagine the the g90 safety features are impressive and comprehensive it uh, comes with standard and adaptive cruise control lane assist blind spot monitoring you get it it comes with everything um it has something called driver assist that can steer and accelerate and brake the car on the highway um by brake, I mean apply the brakes, not brake it. You know you know what I mean. The G90 is an excellent choice for anyone looking for a large luxury sedan that offers performance, comfort, and style, and even value. Uh, you know, do people look for value at, a, you know, at an expensive car? Sure they do. Um, it may not have the prestige or, or the sportiness of some of its rivals, but in my opinion, has everything else you could ask for in a luxury, luxury sedan. If you're in the market to buy something like a Mercedes S-Class or a Lexus LS, look at the Genesis G90. I don't think you'll be disappointed. Why don't we take another break, pay some bills. My name is John Paul. This is the Car Doctor Program. You're listening on 95.9 WATD. We'll be right back. AAA is with you at every moment in your life. They have 24-hour 7 roadside assistance, which covers you in any car you're driving or riding in, even a rental or your friend's wheels. They have great member rates on home and auto insurance, savings on travel, hotels and rental cars, and discounts on hundreds of your favorite brands. You're covered on and off the road. Learn more at aaa.com slash join. 
four in a row will be at the West Bridgewater Gazebo on Tuesday, August 8th at 6 p.m. Four in a row from East Bridgewater is a young 50s and 60s era rock and roll band with a wide variety of covers and a handful of originals. The Wicked Flavor Food Truck will be at the gazebo with their awesome menu as well as Black Hat Brew Works and Danny's Ice Cream. Hope to see you for four in a row at six o'clock on Tuesday, August 8th at the West Bridgewater Town Gazebo. Hey guys, it's Lexi James. And we're Cryer Creek. Twilight Showcase Radio, hosted by Sandy Stride and Keith James. Tune into Twilight Showcase Radio Sundays on 95.9 WATD and 95.9 WATD.com. Search for Twilight Showcase on Facebook. And visit twilightshowcase.org. Twilight Showcase, tomorrow night from 7 to 9 on 95.9 WATD. Make an appointment Sunday morning at 11 for John Paul, the car doctor, on 95.9 WATD. Now, back to the car doctor. And welcome back to the car doctor program. A couple of questions from the mailbag this week. Uh, Somebody writes in and says, what's the proper way to repair a rusted brake line? I have a vehicle that the front brake lines are rusted and leaking. Uh, Well, a little bit of a story here. When I was 16 years old, I purchased my very first car i don't know, maybe i was maybe i wasn't even 16 but it was my very first car i didn't i don't even think i had a driver's license uh it was a rambler and it was uh 50 and it um wasn't a great car in fact when i got it it was we got it home and realized it was skipping uh it actually had a bad valve in it uh my father knew an old-timey mechanic that ran a little one guy shop uh, and uh, he went down and showed me how to do a valve job. Uh, he, had, he had his own valve grinding machine, so we were able to repair it pretty inexpensively and got it back together. But it also had a brake line that went bad, and it might have had more than one. And brake pedal went to the floor, like all single master cylinder cars. You had no brakes and rusted out brake line. Well, my father worked for a plumbing company, and... Uh, he was not a mechanic, but like a lot of people his age, did everything. You know, he was a he was a plumber, he was an electrician, he was a carpenter, and in this case, he was a mechanic. So we went down to the plumbing place he worked for. We got a uh, coil of three sixteenths uh, copper tubing, a single flare tool, and some compression unions. And looking back at this early repair, I'm lucky I didn't die, because you don't use copper tubing for uh, you know, it's made for plumbing. It's not made for high-pressure hydraulic brake lines. You should double flare everything or use a European bubble flare, depending on the car. Double flare, you kind of squish the metal down, and then you use a flare tool, and that reinforces it so it fits better. And compression unions are great for some stuff. You don't want to use a compression union on high-pressure brake lines either. But we put it all together. I had brakes. I drove the car for quite a while. Um, never had a problem. So, but what you should use is um, steel brake line. You should double flare everything. Uh, you can get pre-made something that when I worked in a garage, you could only get them from the dealer. Uh, but you can get pre-made brake lines that are already made up. They're bent and got all the right angles and bends in them, which is very handy to have. Um, if you are going to com- 
connect a old brake line and a new brake line together and you found a piece of old brake line that's still in good shape, you should use a double flare and a uh, mechanical union, a threaded union. That's the way you want to put it together. And also when you go buy brake lines, you can, yeah, you can, I mean, there's all kinds of different reasons to buy one over the other. There's stainless steel, there's soft steel, and there's even a, there's a copper steel blended line. It's, it's pretty expensive, but it bends nice and easy, and it has the, it has the softness of copper and the strength of steel. Uh, pretty expensive, but if you're going to do a lot of custom brake lines, uh, down in Florida uh, at the uh, Tin Shack, my next door neighbor has a, a Saturn SC, the sporty Saturn, and he went to drive it, brake line went to the, brake pedal went to the floor, or almost to the floor, uh, the two brake lines that went from the master cylinder to the ABS pump, right where they attached um, to, they had this like rubber insulator that uh, was mounted to the body of the car to keep the brake lines from vibrating around. Right there where they attached, that's where they rusted, and they rusted out. So we went to the auto parts store, bought some brake line, um, and I said to him, oh, did you, you know, get a double flare? And he goes, what? And I said, yeah, you're supposed to use a double flare on these rather than a single flare. And um, uh, he's a pretty, he's a clever, clever guy. He he bent up all the brake lines. He bought the little hand-bending tool. Uh, he figured out how much he needed. He took a piece of rope and, you know, f- took out the old broken brake lines and, you know, laid the rope next to it and, you know, figured out how much, you know, each line, you know, is going to need 18 inches for one and 14 inches for the other and, uh bent it all up and then we went over to the local auto parts store which was O'Reilly's and said do you lend tools and they said you do they do and I said how's it work they said well you buy it and then you bring it back and you just return it so uh, I said well we just need to make four flares can we just do it in the parking lot and the guy goes yeah just go out and use it um, so we you know got the flares all made up brought the tool back to the guy thanked him for his time and then went and put the car all back together so it worked out good so there you go um, I answered a question about a car that um, I saw. Uh, someone saw at a car show, and I think it's exactly the same one I did. It's called a Chevy Caravan. It's uh, uh, sometimes called an Opala. It was a car that was made in Brazil, and uh, really, really kind of an interesting car. It's kind of an Opal, really, uh, but they put the Chevrolet badge on it. Uh, somebody wrote back to me and said, do you think it could have been a Monza or a Vega? Uh, nope, this one, at least the one I saw was a Brazilian car because I talked to the owner of it who imported it from Brazil. So, And these cars are starting to pop up all over the place because these older cars can now be imported, so it's kind of cool to see. Hey, that music means we need to go. I want to thank Jesse Lohr from Green Wave Autos and our own Jesse for keeping us on the air and doing the good job he does every week. Until next week, make sure you wear your seatbelt, drive safely, and be good to your car. Talk to you all next week. Bye-bye. <laughs>